Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm very nervous about this episode. I was just going to say the same thing. I don't want to do this, but I'm a man of my word and we have said that we would. In this episode, we have to explain, in this penultimate episode yeah. of Help I Sex With My Boss. Series three. We have to explain what happened in Monaco. Yeah. I think it could affect work for you. I th- Yeah, I think it could end my career. I think people will never look at us the same again. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Just so you know, the gin and Dubonnet can make William and Jordan say a few things that some may find a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and find some eggshell emulsion, stuff it on the wall and watch it dry. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Aiming to answer your 21st century questions... And find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, what should you do if this is the episode that we finally tell you what happened in Monaco? And how do you tell a tall person that they're too tall when they're standing in front of you at a gig or in cinema? Not standing, not sitting. Sitting. Yeah, Yeah, well done. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not your usual agony aunt, so we're William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not Jordan North Radio presenter. I'm more yacht. Whereas you're just not. Good. Good. I like that. I like that. Should we do the Monaco bit now? No. Uh, I'm putting it off. No? We'll do it later. We should just say as well, this is the penultimate episode, series yep. three of Help I Sex and My Boss. And if you join us and listening for the first time, William and I are mm. friends. William's an etiquette expert, like, I, like you said before. I'm a radio DJ, and we offer advice, and we're good friends, even though we shouldn't be. And that is pretty much this podcast. I think, to be honest, even for the new listeners, if they've got to this point, whether they've been they've been binging or they've been listening per week, they probably get that by now. Do you think? I think probably okay. Do you think I'm over-explaining? Yeah. That's Jordan my... is from the north, I'm from the south, just in case you haven't worked that out. Yeah. Okay, so should we just, you really don't want to do Monaco now. Do you now. want to explain what this is? Oh, uh, we also, well now I feel bad for our lovely regular G, G and Divas that listen. Um, also, we, we get pissed during the episode as well. No, Although no, I no, feel no, like no. we've not been pissed, I'm gonna, this is, fra- I mean, it's 
10 past 10 on a Friday morning when we're recording, but let's get on it. Usually we, we have a, a gin and the bonnet, which was the Queen Mother's favourite drink, the late yep. Queen Mother's favourite drink. Uh, it's turned into our signature dish, I suppose. Well, it's not a dish. Well, signature drink. drink. Our Sales. signature dish is Ben. <laughs> he was pointing to himself. Sales in the bonnet have gone up in the UK. They've rocketed. They, they actually have. I mean, they, they were basically zero before. Other um, than in the uh, in the Victoria area of London, where it was quite popular, but since then, it's got mm. better. Uh, am I pouring or should you pour? You pour. You pour. Oh, oh! Don't make that joke. <laughs> uh, so it's one part gin, two parts de bonnet. Pass me your glass, please. I still think de bonnet sounds better. De bonnet, no. De bonnet. Um, um, how do you think the state visit went? Not the Burnley state visit. Thank you, by the way, to everyone that's been messaging about the Burnley state visit. It, we're glad, we're glad that you liked it just as much as us. Like I said last week, it's probably the most I've laughed in ages. It was so so fun. Mm. So, what do you think of the Donald Trump state visit? Um, I can't believe we're having this at ten o'clock in the morning <laughs> on a Friday. So, what did Donald Trump do oh, right? Uh, what did he do wrong? On, who are we toasting? Um, not to him. God, no. Why don't we toast... To, I think Melania. No, no. What? To us. We've never toasted to us. Well, yeah, but yeah, the, the, the yeah, only yeah. issue with toasting to yourself, etiquette point here, is when someone toasts you. So if it was your birthday and I toasted to you, you're not actually allowed to drink the toast yourself. You just sort of raise your glass to acknowledge and then put it down. You never drink a toast yourself. So if really? we toast to us, we can't drink. So say that again. So if someone toasts to you... Yeah. See, he's full of... This is why I love you. So if someone Thanks. says to George, Just this. Yeah. You only just... You just like me for my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Not just that, I like you right. for other things. So if someone says to Jordan, you're not allowed to take a drink. If I go, right, it's, it's Jordan's birthday, he's 25, everybody, Jordan, and we raise glasses to you, you raise your glass to acknowledge, and then you put it down, and and sit down, and then you can drink. I know what, just look in here, there's some great pictures of the greatest cartoon ever made to The Simpsons. Uh, oh, just because I can't really be bothered to think of anything else. The Simpsons. To The Simpsons. I've never watched it. Shut the front! No, you've not. I've seen clips. I've seen bits, but I've never sat down. You and never watched. watched you never had your tea, and then rushed to finish your teas. You could watch Simpsons on BBC Two or Channel Four. No. Do you remember when it used to be on BBC Two? No. You've never watched The Simpsons. No, I know it's in a long line of things that I have never done. You are. You never. Honestly, you never cease to amaze me. You've never seen The Simpsons. I know, and I've somehow managed to get through life. Mm, that's good. Cheers um, to The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Before we start cracking on, mm. just want to say that my uh, friend Sophie, you're going to love this, right? My friend Sophie, yeah, who I work with, she was on a date and they were chatting away and he was like, so what do you do? And she says, oh, I, I, I work in radio. I disagree that he asked her about job on a first date. Uh, well, like, this is how I assumed it went. Right. So I think they got talking about radio and I think he said, oh, I listen to a podcast, I really like it. And he got out his phone and showed it and it was, help I sexted my boss. Gosh, and she hadn't mentioned you? No, not mentioned me. She's like, oh, I know him. So, bigging up Jack with the tattoos that's dating my friend Sophie. Thanks for listening. Isn't that good that and people... And did that, did that help the date or was that did that put an end to it fairly I think, abruptly? I don't know. I, I think it helped. I said, though, if he doesn't go on another date with her, we're going to cut this bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're hearing this, they went on another date. If not, we're cutting it. 
Jack's right. a lovely lad with a tattoo. If you don't go on another date, Jack's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> with awful tattoos. Sorry, Jack. I <laughs> He's meant to be really hot. And now she's going to kill me. <laughs> she's going to go mad. Let's move on, but thank you. How about that? We're getting mentioned on dates now. That's very good, yes. We're, we're basically aphrodisiacs. Anyway, enough about us. How's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, fine. Obviously, uh, a state visit, you asked me how it went. I mean, actually, I think the actual state visit of, of President Trump, I think... Actually, as state visits go, it was actually quite good. There weren't many hitches, particularly. Yeah. He forgot a, a gift was redisplayed that they had given the Queen last year on his working visit. <gasps> he forgot the gift? Well, no, they didn't forget a gift, but the Queen put out the gift that they were given last year by the Americans. And I think the Queen went, oh, do you recognise this? Like what your mum does when your auntie gets a really horrible ornament. And she only puts it out when she comes round. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it my mum does that horse. all. The, my mum does that all. It's like pictures and stuff. She's like, "Oh, go and get that picture at grandkids." <laughs> um, it was a silver horse, and someone, I think the Queen or someone, said, "Oh, do you recognise this?" And Donald Trump said no, and Melania sprung to his rescue and said, "I think we gave that to the Queen last year." What a douche! So that was probably the only one of the only moments that that was below par. Didn't he fist bump her as well? No, no, he didn't. Um, there was it was just the the angle of that photograph. Right. I mean, let's be honest, we wouldn't put it past him <laughs> to fist bump what the Queen. <laughs> but um, that that was just the angle of that photograph. The, the worst thing was was the dress of, of he and Donald Trump Jr., one of his sons. Their their white tie, their their tailcoat of the evening was terrible. I mean, it was badly fitting. Uh, it was the wrong design. Uh, I think their tailor was possibly blind. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, so you think other than that, the Donald did a good job. I think yeah. And actually, what was what's been interesting is that people, a lot of Americans pre this visit always used to get annoyed that Donald Trump's jacket was never fastened it was always unfastened you saw that long tie yeah. that was too long and actually since he's been in Britain and every public appearance he's done since his jacket has been done up and people are saying that actually the, the level of detail and the finesse and polish that we have in this country has sort of almost rubbed off on him and now suddenly after two years he's doing his jacket up but you only do your top button of your jacket up, if it's a two button jacket it's just the top button if it's a three button jacket it's just the middle button ah yeah. there we go there we go you've been uh, you've been watching Love Island no do you know what I don't want to talk about it I'm bored of it already gosh it's only been going a week there's a guy in there what's a Scottish guy called with eyebrows and all he says is, bro, I hate bro, I hate bro, she's fit bro, I'm gonna, bro, I'm gonna get into her bro. Oh dear. Bro. There, there was a chap on it, you you text me when you watched the launch. Oh yeah. Um, the Welsh one, I only know this because I watched this bit back, I haven't ever watched Love Island. I have I watched every watch episode. You have? Yeah. I thought, I thought you said you weren't watching it. Yeah, I know, but I just ended up watching it. I don't, I'm bored of it, but. I don't think I'll be into it as much as I was last year, but go on anyway. Anyway, the, the Welsh one, whatever his name is. I don't know. You've been watching it? Yeah, I don't know the names yet. I'm usually just on my phone, because the best thing about Love Island is all the memes and tweets and stuff. Right. Well, anyway, he... Um, Millennial. <laughs> he then uh, turned around and said that he's an old romantic and he likes Steve Wright's Sunday Love Songs. And I text you. Yeah. Because what do you listen to at Sunday morning at 10 o'clock? Steve Wright's Sunday Love Songs. And who else is on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock? Um... Is it Desert Island Discs on channel on Radio 4? I think it's on at half nine, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, it's only half an hour. Is um, it sad who else is on that I've already got my top eight for Desert Island Discs? Your top eight? You know, you, 
songs. Wow, that's really conceited that they think they're going to ask they're going to ask you to go <laughs> <Is> on that... it. <laughs> I think we should cut that. Voice. I think most of the BBC bosses would want you on a desert island, but that's not the same <laughs> as desert island. I've discs. picked him, and I'm going to be like, "Yeah, Kirsty, this song reminds me of when me and my family used to be in the car." What would be your luxury item? Oh, I think my luxury item would be a radio. So on brand. Well, it would. Keep me in tune with the world. I can know what's going on. I've got company. Yeah. What would yours be? A feather duster? Uh, Sean Mendes, probably. (laughs) (laughs) You love Sean Mendes. I mean, don't get me wrong, the guy is fit. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. deny that. But you actually... Obviously, if Mikey weren't available. Oh, of course. If you couldn't take Mikey, take Sean Mendes. Mm -hmm. Producer Ben's just buzzed through and said that... um, Mikey would be good because Mikey could put up my shelves, arrange my flat pack furniture. Yeah, of course. Do the dry stone walling, that sort of thing. Right then, up you get, William. Come on, we need to make this mud up. Come on, time's time. Mikey's luxury item would be a trowel. (laughs) (laughs) In case you didn't know, um, William's boyfriend's a bricklayer from Wakefield. No, he's not. I have said this. (laughs) Never gets old. (laughs) It never gets old. It it really does. It really doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, talking of Arjun de Bonnet's, Look what someone Good tweeted link. us that uh, there's a well-known makeup brand, yeah, called Mac, who do a lipstick. There's always protests outside back in London. Oh, is there? Yeah, apparently they have really bad animal cruelty rights or something. I don't know. Well, never mind about that. We have one of their lipsticks, <laughs> which is called De Bonnet. Shut up! Look, it's a lovely. Is it actually? Let's have a look. Look at that. Oh, that's it. It's actually the same colour as the bonnet, because it's like a... The bonnet's quite a claret red, isn't it? Yes. Like, oh, claret. Maybe you could wear this next time you go to Turkey. I'm or... not putting lipstick on. You are. I'm not. Well, I'm going to put some on. I've never I actually... Put, never put lipstick on. I don't even know what you do. You've never put lipstick on? No. Right, let's, and actually, let's put look, some lipstick it, this on. This annoys now. me. Can I just say, before I put this on, I'll just twizzle the, the knob away. The... A lot of, I have very naturally rosy lips... <laughs> Yeah. Very naturally rosy lips. I've never worn lipstick, ne- ever. I mean, I'd wear the rest of the makeup, but I don't I don't wear lipstick. And people constantly go, oh, you're wearing lipstick. Like, no, generally I have naturally red lips. I just want to put that out there, because on lots of my Instagram photos, people go, you're wearing lipstick. Cool story, bro. Oh, my, you so, right. Don't you need a mirror? I'm, well, I'm doing this without a mirror. I appreciate okay. Let me, it. Okay. I actually want to... Good. If you're listening now, make sure you go onto our Instagram page and we're going to put um, we're going to put this on social. Get a picture. We're going to put this on socials. How's that? <laughs> Jordan, you look like you've got a rash. <laughs> Do I? Have you got a mirror? It doesn't taste the bonnet. Well, no, it doesn't. No, that's not how it works. Right, have we got any tissue for this? I hope no one walks in now. Right, I've just had the pictures. Uh, make sure you look at them pictures. So there you go. You can get, if, if you're a massive G&D diva, you can get some De Bonnet lipstick. Mm. Uh, other thing before do we get... Think we should write to Mac and say we could endorse it. No. We could, you know, do a, like a campaign. I'm not walking around with lipstick on. You do... You do. <laughs> what? You do look really ill. Do <laughs> no. You do. They're like a vampire. <sighs> I want to suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sorry. That's not what vampires do. I want, I got, sorry, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if a vampire comes up to you and went, I want to suck your dick. Oh, no, you don't want that thing of the teeth. Oh, no, 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 you don't. Right, before we get cracking with the podcast spiel, all the usual stuff, William and I are going to a wedding in a couple of weeks together. Yeah, not our own. Not our own, no. <laughs> we don't uh, like each other that much. Well, not what happened in Monaco. We are going to a friend's wedding. Our friend, can we say who it is? Yeah, Hattie. Hattie's wedding. It's in France. We're really looking forward to it. Although you're not happy because the groom's wearing shorts. Well, I believe so. It's a more. Ca- it's going to be one of the, the most. Ca- well, it is going to be the most casual wedding I've ever been to. I've- but that's fine. You know, to each their own. I've been to. Oh, I've got lipstick on my glass now. I look like my mum. <laughs> Um, Hattie's wedding is, is is abroad And you'll know if you've been abroad Then it's casual, it's open shirt It's just a blazer You don't even have to wear a blazer at some no. I quite like that okay. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it We're going to France We're going to Bergerac The Dong What's it called? The Dodoing The Dodoing Well it's not the Dodoing Berge- Oh Bergerac is in the Dodoing Sorry yeah It's the Dodoing The Dodoing uh, We're the going Dodoing Say it again What? Dodoing Dodoing and I'm just going to eat loads of cheese and white bread and wine. I'm really. I mean, that's forward. a slightly stereotypical attitude to what France is like. I beg your pardon. It is not, and I'm going to laugh like a Frenchman. because oh, that is how the French laugh. I like your podcast. I'll buy sex at my bus. It makes me. Oh. Have you been watching lots of episodes of LOLO? Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched Return of the Pink Panther? Um. Yeah. So with fantastic Spectacluso. Yes. God, we're old. Mm. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the wedding. I'm looking forward to just eating loads of... You know how much I love bread. Well, you love... I know you could have been a peasant in the back in the I day. bloody love... Bread and butter and turkey dinosaurs. That's all I well, need. I don't think life. there are many turkey dinosaurs in France. <laughs> well, you never know. There might be. I'm not eating snails, though. Fuck that for a game of cards. No chance. Again, I have been to France a, a, a lot. I think I've only seen snails on a menu once. I, I once, there was a snail, yeah, came up to my door, knocked on the door, and I picked it up and threw it down the garden path. A year later, knocked on my door again, he went, what did you do that for? <laughs> That's not my joke of the week. No, thank God for but, that. But um, what else do the French eat? Frog's legs. I've had frog's legs before. Have you? There's a French restaurant that opened in Preston when I was on local radio. I'm not sure that's going to necessarily be the most authentic of French right. experiences. And they asked us to go down because they were like advertising with a station that I was with. And they asked us to go down. So we went down and we recorded something for socials to promote this new restaurant. They paid money in that. Shut two weeks later. <laughs> no one went to it. Yeah, I think, to be fair, even Manchester, they had a Lorel, one of my favourite restaurants, which is sadly, it's only one in London, called Le Relais de Venise L'Entrecote. Nice name, keeps out the riffraff. And the they opened one in Manchester, and it lasted, I don't know, six, six seven months. It's now Pizza Express. Can I just say, I'm going to warn you now, right? I'm very pleased that you're flying with our other friends, not with me, because I've done a flight to France this year already with you once, once Don't. before. Didn't enjoy it, so I'm really happy that our other friends have got you, not me. Don't you worry, I've already got me Valium. I'm just going to warn you now. Yeah. We all know I like a drink, yeah? Mm-hmm. At weddings, I get pissed. Well, I'm going to say to you what the bride has said to you. Just don't be the centre of attention. Me being the centre of attention? I'm not. I'm not I'm, I'm not an attention seeker. I'm not. But she did say, don't get too pissed. And I, I won't. But I, I love to get pissed at a wedding. 
I even dance. That's the only time you'll see me dancing at this wedding because I don't do dancing. I'm too self-conscious for it. I don't dance. But as soon as they get, as soon as they get YMCA on, I'm up there. As soon as they play a bit of ABBA, Dancing Queen, bit well, of quite. bit of Tina Turner, rolling, rolling on a river, rolling. Big wheels keep on turning. No, watch me. You're not doing it right. That kind of thing. Jolly good. Well, I can't wait for that. So wedding. we are looking forward to the wedding. I've never been to France before. Does well, you have because we flew to Nice. Oh yeah, I have, Anna. Oh, I have. Look at me going to France twice in a year. Well, I know. More times I've been to Burnley this year. That probably. Right, Jordan. Let's get ready for your joke of the week. Please. Oh, we've already had one, but joke of the week before the break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's so, have a proper joke of the week. I was walking down the road the other day and I slipped in a big pile of poo. And I'll tell you the punchline. Punchline? <laughs> punchline after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, my joke of the week, I was walking down the road the other day and I slipped in a big pile of poo. I got myself up, dusted myself off, and some bloke, 30 seconds later, walked and slipped in the same pile of poo. I said to him, I just did that, and he punched me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Uh, Right, what do we need to do now? Well, next week is our final episode of this series. Series three. This is the penultimate episode. And so for next week, what we thought we'd have, it, we might encourage on our socials. Yep. A G, you can have your own Gene Diva party. Uh, it's where you get a group of friends together, you, you enjoy the D as a group, and you listen to the episode, and you send us a photograph of you having a and D. Yeah, that's a nice idea. If anybody's having like a G and Diva party, which is a thing, it's happened. Oh, it's a thing. We've had we've had if people send in photographs. If you're having a G and Diva party over the summer, or mm-hmm. you and your friends are in a barbecue or a garden party or whatever, and you're having a state banquet, a state banquet, and you're having a bit of gin and de bonnet, send us some pictures because we we love your pictures. Where are you going? Just getting something. Send us a picture. Send it to our uh, Twitter 
Yep. Instagram. We'd lo- we always email. enjoy seeing your, your pictures, whether you're having a and Diva party or you're just drinking alone. And should we now do the G&D competition where you could win a bottle of the bonnet? Yes, should we have our jingle? Let's do it. With the backing track. Here oh, we yes, we've got backing music now. I'll count you in. I beg your pardon? I'll count you in. I thought you said something else. I want the D. I need it now. Please tell me when. Please tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So come, so come on, boys. Give, give me, me the D. D. We'll get better at that. I thought we did all right I there. Think we did all right. I thought we did all right. I felt like Mariah Carey. Composed by William Hansen. Well, yes, but not, not that backing track. Thanks to Stephen Willis. So, yeah, if you want to win a bottle of the Bonnet, our luxury signature drink, then keep an eye on our Instagram, at Sex and My Boss, and we will be posting the competition details on there. Sex and My Boss on Insta! We've just gone past 4,000 followers on our Instagram, so considering we only... Is that la- it? Well, quite, but considering we only... You get out of bed in- for that. Oh, get you. Am I on more followers than you now on Insta? Yes. Am I? Yes, you weren't at the start of this podcast, I appreciate it. Twitter. It's since my shoot in Hello magazine that I don't like to talk about. Hmm. And my BAFTA's red carpet performance. You were in Hello, but it was goodbye to your career. (laughs) We've not talked about the BAFTA's, have we? Yes, we have. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) This is what my mum said Mm. to me. I'm not even... (laughs) My mum said to me, I'm so proud of you. It's up there with a time when you got that job at Marks and Spencer's. Oh. Right. <laughs> I think she was joking. I got a Christmas temp job at Marks and Spencer's when I was 17, mm. and everyone on the street thought I was like smashing it in life. And my mum used to get, you'll know if you work at Marks's, you, you get a discount card with your name and you can put a family member's name on. Mm. My God, she rinsed that discount card. I she used to come to my till every day. She's like, yeah, I'm his mum. My son working at Marxist. Like, cheers. Oh, bless. Yeah. Whereas when I came home and told my parents I was going to start teaching etiquette at school, they were utterly mortified. <sighs> they would have reacted better if I said I was going to be a rent boy. <laughs> <laughs> they genuinely, they were mortified. For years, did. they didn't want me to do this job. <laughs> which you the, did for a bit, though, didn't you? What? Your rent boy days. Oh, sure. Do we not talk about that? No. What did they actually want you to be? Um... A liar, a doctor. Well, I don't know. But I don't, don't you know. I don't know because as a child, I wanted to be Archbishop of Canterbury <laughs> because I quite like the robes. And I'm not particularly <laughs> religious, but the, the robes appealed. And then I wanted to be a spy, but I kept telling people you could be a spy. They all went to Eton and what have you, didn't they? I did not go to Eton. And then I wanted to be a newsreader. I think they would have been fine with me being a journalist. Mm. Yeah, journalist. Yeah. They just wanted me to have a nice, safe job. In year eleven. Mm. I got a job with a Britley. I think I've told about this before. Yeah. And my dad took me out, got me some rugger boots, high-vis jacket, and then two weeks later I left and went to college. To study? Media. Very similar to bricklaying. I remember my dad going, you need a trade to fall back on. Get a trade and then you can go and fanny about and do what you want in life. But have that trade. He said, if I join Army again, I'd join Remy, because I could leave, I could be a joiner, engineer, get a trade, get a trade behind you. That's what I never did. You've had a few trades behind you, but that's not a matter. <laughs> I was like the Billy Elliot of Burnley. Right, let's crack on with the questions. This one's coming via our Twitter, which is at Sexted My Boss. It's from Judith. 
What's your opinion on armrest etiquette? For example, on a plane with three seats per row, who gets which armrest? My opinion would be that the person in the middle seat gets two armrests, while the people on the outside get one each. But is there a formal rule? Judith, best question of the series. I have this problem all the time. Well, you hardly fly. No, but when you're on the tube or you're on a bus, I am, I'm on trains all the time. I'm always on a virgin. That's, that's... I'm getting worse than you with the innuendos. I'm always on a virgin, and there. There's no sh- middle armrest. Though. There is, there is in virgin. There is a middle armrest. There is. No, there aren't three seats. There's a middle seat. No, but like, so right. Say there's two of you, and there's that middle armrest. Who gets that? Do you share right. it? Etiquette expert William Hansen, tell us the armrest etiquette, please. So with armrests. What I have an issue with is that actual phrase, armrest. Nobody rests their arms like this. You're not the, the Lincoln statue in Washington, D.C. Nobody sits on a chair like that. You can, It's an elbow rest, okay? You can yes. get, you can fit two elbows on it. So if you call it an armrest and you want your whole arm, that's so uncomfortable, nobody sits like that. It's an elbow rest. Two elbows can fit on each. Totally fine. So you can share an armrest? One can be at the top, the other can be the bottom, or vice versa. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying anything. Don't be immature. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. You, I mean, it depends how big your arms are. If you're sitting forward, do you prefer top or bottom? <laughs> yeah, if you're big, you're probably best being bottom, aren't you? <laughs> ben, <laughs> producer, producer Ben. Producer Ben is being so immature. No, I'm saying if you're big, you're probably better being... But then some people prefer... <laughs> tops that are big yeah. in, arm, in armrest etiquette they do what do you prefer I don't mind either way oh okay so you can share it yeah I think I, I think it's fair you can share it okay good, good good question Judith thank you very much for that. <laughs> thank you Judith Ben is pissing himself here in the corner chill this question has come in via Instagram it's anonymous dear William and Jordan I will just get it over with. So I was up late at night watching adult content and my parents took my phone from me with it still on and told me off for watching. What is the next thing to do because, at my age, I'm not going to stop watching it. So what is the way for me to do it? This is more of a question for Jordan, really. First of all, there's nothing worse than being caught wanking by your mum and dad. I remember once I got caught in bath and my dad walked in and went, you've been washing that a while. (coughs) Another joke for you. Like, three jokes in what that didn't happen. That was a joke. <laughs> um, I don't. I feel a bit uncomfortable answering this. Uh, so what's 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 this anonymous person asking? I think you know you've you've all got to be a bit grown up here. They're yeah. asking. Look, they're gonna they they wish. How to... old is this person? Well, I don't know. They could Let's still just live check. Their... They're over eighteen, aren't they, Ben? Yeah. Okay. Right. They they could live with their parents and be thirty two. People do. Yeah, happens. but why would you... I'm sorry, right, but if you're 32 years old and your parents have walked in on you having a wank over your phone, they should not be taking your phone off you. I really don't know how to answer this. You just need to maybe do it at a time when your parents are not in the building. That wasn't the maybe. question. This is the most uncomfortable I've ever felt asking. What was the question? Like, I'm feeling quite calm. That probably is the gin talking. If your mum and dad have taken your phone... I'm, I'm worried on so many levels about this question, but look, it's it's only natural to look at pornography. I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know where... I'm... Oh, do you know what? It's perfectly fine to look at porn. Everyone does it. 
I tell you what's worse, right? I mm. tell you what's worse than getting caught having a Tommy Tank, right? Mm. Is when you <laughs> forget to delete your history and your mate goes on your laptop. He's like, bloody hell, Jordan. Didn't know you were into that. It's like, well, you know. Well, you know. Each to their own. Can we move on? Because I feel so uncomfortable. Okay, next question. This is an email. This is uh, coming to help at sexedmyboss.com. Am I crude? No. I don't want to be crude. Well, I'm just, I'm straight talking. You've got, we've, got, we've got about 472 episodes where we have got you being crude. I don't want to be crude. I don't want to be, I want to be a gentleman. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But I, I, I am a gentleman. I always offer myself. Well, you're a man. Right, go on. Next question. I don't William and Jordan. Crude. Two of my closest friends. Who's this from? I'll get to that. Right. In fact, it's anonymous, I think. Oh, another one. Well, it's from someone called Ben. Anonymous. But not, not that Ben. It's from anonymous. They've wrote in twice. Go on. William and Jordan. Two of my closest friends started dating around six months ago. The running joke then was that I had third wheeled so hard they got together. It was a lot of them cuddling, me sitting there twiddling my thumbs. We recently went on holiday to Berlin together. One particular morning they decided it was the right moment. I was alerted to this by one of my friends reminding me that I needed to get something from the shop. I responded by saying I can get it later, and was met with the same words used last time, but in a tone that made it a little clearer what their intentions were as soon as I left. I thought this would be a one-off thing as we were in a different country and they hadn't had much time to themselves. However, this was not the case. I was at one of their houses when they started getting very touchy-feely. One thing led to another and I was asked if I could wait for them a while while I watched a film in the next room. Am I wrong to feel a little annoyed and left out by this? And how do I bring it up to them? Any advice is appreciated. Right. I was a third wheel for a long time. Mm. First of all, my dad used to do that. Oh. When... Not the... Did your mother mother know? No, no. When... Just reminded me, because I was talking about it to my older brother recently I was like do you remember when dad used to come back from leave and he, he'd always get us a present on that way he'd bring because he were in the army yeah hmm. and then he'd give my brother 20 quid and be like right all of you go to McDonald's and we used to walk to McDonald's when we lived in Catchit McDonald's were about a 10 minute walk so we used to all go to McDonald's and we'd go to McDonald's get McDonald's and come back I used to think oh he always got us a McDonald's a treat it's only now that I'm older I realised he wanted us all out of the house so he could uh... no you didn't realise you were all getting a happy meal <laughs> He was actually getting his leg over, which is just a horrible thought, isn't it? But yeah, third wheel, I think Ben's the problem here. I I think you're in the way a bit. Yeah, I mean, is he living with these people? I don't think they're the problem. I think you might be Ben. And I feel like I they're... I think Ben is. I feel like they're obliged. I don't want to be arsed to you, public display, or It's a semi-public displays of affection. You're doing it in front of other people. You need to be conscious that... There are other people around. Pass me the letter, because it's quite long-winded. Let me have a look, because I think he thinks they're the problem, and I think... You could also argue... Am I wrong to feel a little annoyed and left out by this, and how do I bring it up to them? You could also argue that... actually. I mean, I would also say to them... I would say to you, Ben, if they are being this overly tactile and in sort of insensitive, it probably means that their relationship's not that secure, and it probably won't last. So you could just wait it out. I reckon, Ben... To solve it all, just ask if you can join in. Uh, that is not the answer that we are giving. It's 2019. Did I ever tell you about that couple when I was on holiday, the swingers? No. That asked me to join in. No. 
I've never told you this. No. I, we had a few drinks at the bar. Where were you? It was in Spain. Yeah, obviously. I first got a chance at the pool, had a few drinks at the bar. And then we we ended up back at the room. And I'll never forget the names. It was John and Ange. I've never told you this. No. And John went, and we were all like sat on the balcony. Sitting. Oh, sorry, I said I wasn't going to do that. We were all sitting on the balcony. And John went to the toilet and come out just wearing a cock ring. Did you keep in touch? <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you do? I just left. She started stroking my arm and said, we'll go as slow as you want. That is absolute bullshit. I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolute bullshit. Is this actually what you wanted to happen in your deeper, darker fantasies? No, I just don't know where that came from. Um, no, don't join in. I think you say to him, being, being honest now, Ben, I think you say to him, look, I feel a bit of a third wheel. When I come along to stuff, can you try and... I don't know, they're always going to be loved up. Can you try and not be as intimate? Yeah, I think you just need to maybe maybe say to one of them who you're closest to, if there's one of them that you're closer to than the other, you sort of tell them, you know, I'm not sure if you're aware how it's sort of making me feel. If we're going to do something as a three, we need to, this sounds, I'm going to say it, it sounds awful, we either do it all as a three or not at all. And I don't mean anything sort of nocturnal there, advanced cuddling. Could do the Eiffel Tower. Right. Jordan, what have we learnt in this episode? Is that it? Yep, that's it. Oh, Drawing a line. Speaking of Eiffel Tower, France, Monaco. Oh, yeah. Well, let, what have we learnt? We'll do that now. We've learnt that being a third wheel isn't fun. Yep. We've learnt that getting caught on porn by your parents is Well, also... I would say if you're going to watch it, expect to be caught at some point. I think it happens to everybody. Have you ever been on porn? No. Never? It's like The Simpsons. I've never watched it. <laughs> I actually believe that. I actually 100% believe that. I don't need to. All I do to get my gratification is I iron a nice napkin. Gratification. Job's done. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, what, was, what else have we learned? Um, uh, and we've learned... That I look absolutely drop-dead gorgeous in lipstick. You look hideous. Come on, boys. I feel like a 1945 woman. You know, when the lads have won the war and I come home and go, Give us a kiss, boys. Right. That kind of thing. Well, that's good. What have you learnt? I've learnt my career's about to end. <sighs> Let's just get it over and done with. Okay, you're probably going to be disappointed, but the thing that happened in Monaco is still awkward now. So we were in the hotel room, and we'd had a few drinks, and <laughs> and Ben came back to the hotel room as well, producer Ben. Platonically. All, all three of us were in the hotel room. We'd just been for a nice meal. And we were, we were sat round, <clears throat> sitting round. I'm going to launch for you one of these days. We were sitting round having a drink. I remember I'd just come off the balcony because I'd just had a fag. Mm. And we were sitting round chatting, and William stood up all of a sudden, and rushed off to the toilet. And, <laughs> and as he rushed off to the toilet, he let out. The manliest of longest of smelliest farts you have ever heard in your life. And it wasn't just a trump, it was a bricklayer's... You have to remember... (laughs) 
up until that point, I had never farted. <laughs> so that was the first time I had ever broken wind. And me and Ben just didn't know where to look. And William was like... <laughs> William. It was not that long William, William came back. He tried going to the toilet to do it. He came back, he sat down and went, Chaps, we will never talk about this again. And I have been wanting to tell you all series, William Hansen farted. He farted in front of me and Ben and it was so loud and abrupt and manly and me and Ben just didn't know where to look. It's like when your nan farts. We just didn't know I what to do. I didn't know what it was. It was a new sensation. <laughs> And it's, it's taken me a while to get used to this. So there you have it. William farted. That's what's happened in Monaco. Right. Uh, well, if you want to get in touch with us for any... Admit it, though, it did happen. For any of your problems, then uh, all the details are on the website, sexedmyboss.com. And uh, we'll be back next week for our final episode of Series 3. Goodbye. He also said, pull my finger. I did not. <laughs> I will I will have you up in for slander or libel or whatever this is slander slander uh, anyway goodbye goodbye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.